radio's greatest hits of today and yesterday. Where you hear radio the way it used to be. It's all right here on AirCheck.com. They don't sacrifice quality service or delivery for the sake of a bargain. Go to Ace and choose from over two acres of new and used chairs, desks, files, and more. Check out their prices. Save 40 to 90% when you go in and shop. Ace buys in huge quantities so they can pass the savings on to you. Browse around or ask their experienced staff for help. Ace also buys your used furniture for cash. They're located in the Campanelli Industrial Park on Granite Street in Braintree. Call them today at 617-848-8550. WHDH time check, 3.34 in the late afternoon edition. President Clinton giving flood state governors what they want, more aid. It is our intention, as I indicated when I was in St. Louis, based on Mr. Panetta's uh, figures, to uh, to ask that the relief package be increased uh, by another $1.1 billion, which would take us to just slightly above $4 billion. And, of course, we're still collecting damage estimates. It may get worse. Governors in Washington trying to get flood aid legislation on the fast track. It's now stalled in the Congress. One governor saying $4 billion is just not enough. Meantime, the Kansas and Missouri rivers are both rising, expected to crest today in Kansas City. Saying our borders are like a sieve, the president's asking Congress for more than $170 million to help stem the flow of illegal immigrants, turning away those who violate the law and saying yes to those who want to obey U.S. laws. Opponents of the president's don't ask, don't tell policy with respect to gays in the military have gone to court. The American Civil Liberties Union, along with a gay rights group, asked for a permanent injunction in federal district court in Washington. William Rubenstein of the ACLU says the Constitution demands that people be judged only according to whether they can do the job. Until the military judges lesbians and gay men on their capabilities and not according to the perceived prejudices of others, we will continue to fight this policy in the courts. The ACLU filed the suit on behalf of seven gays and lesbians serving in the military. Two of them refused to be named because they say even under the president's new policy, their military careers would be in jeopardy. Howard Ernstein, CBS News, Washington. Retired Army General William Westmoreland on hand today in Charlestown for the dedication of the Massachusetts Korean War Memorial. Saying those who fought 40 years ago in that conflict were stout-hearted men who turned terrible battle conditions into a victory. The executive director of Marlboro Base said that Students Against Driving Drunks agreed to cancel the remainder of a huge consulting contract and retirement benefits that had been given to him. This in an agreement with the Attorney General's office, which had launched a probe saying that contract threatened to undermine the charity's financial stability. A report out today from the National Commission that investigated the origins and causes of the savings and loan crisis. Commission Executive Director James Pierce saying deregulation encouraged SNLs toward risky investments. Most fundamentally, misguided and ill-advised government policies created strong incentives and opportunities for savings and loans to pursue highly risky investment strategies. Among other things, the panel's calling for all SNLs to be converted to commercial banks. Boston temperature 70, going down to 65 tonight. WHDH time check 336. I'm Don Huff, News 850 WHDH, and this is the Late Afternoon Edition. And I'm Janet Jagalian, and on the WHDH Newsline, John Bullard, who's the executive director of the New Bedford Seafood Co-op. He's a former mayor of New Bedford, and he's also a, a history, a, a bu- an economic history buff, is what I'm trying to say. And it's wonderful to have you join us this afternoon. Thank you, Janet. Good to be with you. I don't know if you had a chance to see the article. Obviously, you must have, because you were quoted in it, that appeared in the Globe uh, about the grim look... Uh, for communities beyond the city. The city has lost 
since 1988 to 92, about 12% of the jobs, but it's a lot worse in some of the more urban parts of the state. And um, I'm just wondering what, what you think, you know, the, what this indicates. Well, I think the article was a fair article. That is the older cities uh, in Massachusetts uh, outside of Boston were developed around manufacturing, whether it was shoes or textiles or fishing. And manufacturing has been leaving the Northeast and, in fact, leaving the United States in search of lower-cost labor for decades. Uh, that means that if you can't replace that economic base of, of manufacturing with something else, uh, you're going to have very high un and chronic unemployment, which is what you find in the older cities, not only of Massachusetts, but uh, of America, especially in the North. Well, that had, there had been hope that if there were to be a return of manufacturing, it would be in the high-tech or the newer created industries, and that perhaps service industries would be replacing many of these. Well, I think you did find in places like Lowell and other ones closer to Boston uh, during the high-tech boom that that, in fact, happened, Janet, that uh, high-tech replaced uh, the other older forms of manufacturing, but high-tech has also hit the skids. Uh, and the other point to make is that uh, unless you can serve a region larger than your locality with service needs, it's hard for a New Bedford or a Lawrence or a Lowell uh, to become a service center for finance, for insurance, for investment, for banking, for the things that make up, uh, to a large extent, uh, the Boston economy nowadays, including, of course, healthcare. Right, there is hope, at least in the uh, in the Boston area. But we've seen tremendous losses as well in the healthcare areas, which up until now had been almost protected. Well, healthcare is, is all of us who pay for it uh, know has been an expanding uh, sector of the economy, and that's been very good for a community like Boston, uh, which has the foremost teaching hospitals in the world. What do you think uh, these communities have to do, the um, Springfields and Worcesters, Lawrence, Lowell, and New Bedfords, what do they have to do to be able to look to the future with some hope? Well, I think we have to diversify and we have to find a, a new generation of economic base. I'm, of course, much more familiar with New Bedford, and our strategy here is to look not to Boston for the source of our uh, economy, but rather where we've always looked, which is to the sea. Mm -hmm. uh, we used to harvest whales and petroleum from, uh, from whaling. Now and uh, we harvest fish, and we've been for eight of the last ten years the top dollar port, fishing port in the country. But we need to get to the next generation. I think you're going to find for New Bedford that will be in marine sciences, taking advantage of the uh, research infrastructure at Woods Hole and in Newport and at the University of Massachusetts in Dartmouth, which is about to build a $15 million coastal zone resource lab in the city of New Bedford. Well, there seems to be a roadmap for people there to follow, which is uh, certainly good news. Yes, I think so. And I think other communities have got to be able to do the same thing and create some vision for the future. I think it's very important to understand that there won't be one answer for every community. Uh, marine sciences makes sense for New Bedford, but won't make sense for others. The other thing that's important to understand is you don't do this overnight. Obviously. Thank you very much. John Bullard, Executive Director of the New Bedford Seafood Co-op, a former mayor of New Bedford, on the late afternoon edition on News 850 WHDH. 
It's Sears National Furniture Sale, where all furniture and mattresses are on sale right now. All sofas, sleepers, bedrooms, and dining rooms. All the best brands, like Stanley, Roy Hill, Sealy, Stratolounger, and Spring Air. Plus, there are special purchase and value-priced items that are also great values. Everything's on sale for Sears' huge National Furniture Sale, but only through August 28th at Sears Home Life Furniture and most Sears stores. You can count on me. Sears Traffic and weather together on the ones HDH first traffic at 341 with State Trooper Grant Mollison, sponsored by Exxon. Janet, no real hang-ups out on Route 128. Yeah, slow down here and there, but nothing really severe. There is a sizable slowdown, or there is a slowdown, let's describe it as that, north and southbound, right in the vicinity of the Mass Pike. That's due to an accident scene on the pike, right there at the 128 interchange, you know, where they put those uh, those cones up separating east and westbound. That's exactly where it happened. Now, in the immediate downtown area, the eastbound Star Drive, a bit busier there, hung up in front of Mass General. The Ivy League side of the river, not bad, just some traffic light delays as you come up towards the Museum of Science there prior to the um, uh, the bridge. Now, the uh, Tobin Bridge, speaking of bridges, uh, leaving the city is fine. Coming in, the tap of the brakes emerge with the lower deck of 93. The Charlestown Bridge looks pretty good. The Sumner Tunnel, a bit busy in East Boston. A slight slowdown at the entrance to the Callahan. The northbound audio is completely stalled out. Those folks are actually queuing up on the expressway outside of the South Station Tunnel. Southbound on Morrissey Boulevard, you've got some company going in to the Freeport Lights of Trooper Grand Mollison. WHGH first traffic on the ones. And meteorologist Wayne Barnes says tonight expect a shower two into this evening and then some patchy, dense fog overnight. Lows in the mid-60s. Tomorrow becoming partly sunny, hazy, and humid. Highs 85 to 90. Thursday's outlook humid with showers and thunderstorms developing. Highs in the mid-80s. Right now, cloudy skies in Boston. And the temperature 70 on News 850 WHDH. Here's an alternative route that'll get you moving. Pull into Exxon and try the high performance of Exxon Supreme gasoline. Next time you fill up, move up to Exxon Supreme and turn the tiger loose. When there's two down in the night, and three dogs, two beers, and a couple bags of peanuts working on an upset in your stomach. How are you going to spell relief? R-O-L-A-I-D-S. For acid indigestion and heartburn, that's a big relief. You can feel fast because Rolaids absorbs 47 times its weight in excess stomach acid. So for millions, there's only one way to spell 100% relief. R-O-L-A-I-D-S. Rolaids spells relief. Use only as directed. If you're an executive, professional, or entrepreneur in the process of investigating a professional career move, or just considering long-range career matters such as equity, business opportunities, new ventures, call in an expert. Call the Executive Career Resource Group in Wellesley. That's right, the Executive Career Resource Group, a career management consulting firm for executives, professionals, and entrepreneurs. Their expert consultants are always on top of the day-to-day -day professional marketplace. They'll evaluate your current situation, help you understand where you're headed, how you measure up against your competition, what your options are, and then provide tools, information, and resources necessary for networking into and developing new business opportunities. Call the Executive Career Resource Group in Wellesley, a company with a reputation and ability to get bottom-line results. Call 617-237-3777. Handling executives, professionals, and entrepreneurs is their only business. 617-237-3777. The Vermont Teddy Bear Company, you can call them at 1-800-829-BEAR. 
You can imagine what great birthday gifts Vermont teddy bears make. They're fun, they're warm, they're cuddly, and they're certainly different. And right now, with every birthday purchase, you'll also receive a gift certificate that's good for one free pint of Ben & Jerry's ice cream, including chocolate peanut butter cookie dough, coconut almond fudge chip, and apple pie frozen yogurt. Yum! Help someone celebrate a birthday with two of Vermont's best experts. That's Ben & Jerry's and Vermont Teddy Bear's Birthday Bear. This is the most convenient way to get your shopping done, you know, just by calling 1-800-829-BEAR. 1-800-829-BEAR. Vermont Teddy Bear still has camper bears. They have bride and groom bears, get well bears, and lots more. So call a bear counselor today at 1-800-829-BEAR. They'll help you send the perfect message and the perfect bear to someone you love. And it will only take a couple of minutes. Call Vermont Teddy Bear today at 1-800-829-BEAR. Are you the last one to arrive at the office or the first? Nice of you to come to work today, Bob. Maybe the difference is the time that you hear the traffic. You'll hear it first with WHDH First Traffic on the Ones. Easy to remember at 1 after, 11 after, 21, 31, 41, and 51 after each hour. News 850 WHDH. Fighting is intensifying in Lebanon. In a moment, we'll take a look at it with Professor Farhang, mayor of Boston University School of International Relations. But first, WHDH Sports at 15 and 45. Sports with Don Huff. On the road again, the song for the Sox tonight in Milwaukee. Danny Darwin on the mound for Boston against Milwaukee's Jamie Navarro. American Kathy Rinaldi led an advance of lower seed players into the second round of the U.S. Women's Hardcourt Championships today at Stratton Mountain, Vermont. Jeff George, still AWOL from the Indianapolis Colts training camp, and the QB has told friends he'll never play for the team again. That's a look at sports. This is the late afternoon edition with Janet Chigalian. And Professor Farhang Mayer is on the WHDH Newsline with us now. He's from Boston University School of International Relations. And at one time, he was a finance minister in Iran under the Shah. We welcome you to WHDH. Yes. <laughs> Professor, let's go back and get a look at what is happening. Um, is the motive behind all of this th that peace must not take place in the Middle East? Definitely, that is the intention of Hezbollah and other fundamentalist guerrillas from PLO. They would like to sabotage the peace process. But the whole event is uh, unfortunate. Uh, I think these um, attacks and counterattacks are morally wrong, legally unjustifiable, and politically counterproductive. Can they be stopped at this uh, point? Well, <laughs> even if it cannot be stopped, I think it is only one of those flare-ups that will continue and repeat itself until the peace process is complete. What I am objecting to, of course, I, have, I don't know what has happened, whether uh, Secretary Christopher uh, has come back to Washington to consult the president. But I thought that was wrong for him to cut short his trip <laughs> and return to, 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 to Washington um, for two things. First of all, I think now the national interest of the United States lies more with, in trade with Japan, China, Southeast Asia, mm -hmm. uh, Asian nations, and so on. So it's important. Also, security of that area is important. Uh, whereas this, um, I'm not saying that Middle East is not important, but uh, both Arabs and Israel, they should recognize that the situation after disintegration of the Soviet Union has changed. Um, 
geopolitics of the area is not as important as it was before. But for two years, we've struggled to see peace come to that part of the world. And I, I, I assume that Secretary Christopher left Singapore and Asia to come back here because he felt that was in jeopardy. I don't think it's in jeopardy. Both sides have so much at stake in this process, both Arabs and uh, Israelis, that they must come to some conclusion. Uh, well, uh, we must realize that at this stage, this latest round of fighting, it was, it was Hezbollah that started it. Yes. To say that it was in the buffer zone, all right. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, uh, Israel is legally entitled to keep it, but it has been there for so many years. And um, the Arabs uh, should have discussed it at the negotiation, the, at the peace process, in the peace process, Obviously. and not attack that. Yeah, for, but if 40, they attack, they should expect retaliation by yeah. Israel. That's self-defense. Forty-six people have been killed, 207 wounded as of today, and I guess this is day three of the uh, uh, fighting. Uh, will it have to be resolved, do you suppose, through the United Nations, or uh, do you suppose Secretary Christopher can have an impact on this? Well, now that if he has come back, he definitely can have an impact. But uh, I think both sides will realize, both sides, time is also an element. I am not that pessimistic about uh, the whole situation. Mm -hmm. uh, we must realize that whereas um, uh, Israel must give land for peace, there must be exchange. Yes. There is no question about that. But if the Iran security, the security is if Israel must be also protected. Absolutely. I mean, but if Iran continues to fund and train members of the Hezbollah, are we ever going to see that happen? Um, I am afraid that's a problem. That's a problem. This outside interference and fun, uh, fundamentalists throughout the world altogether that has become a threat. But uh, on the other hand, that also depends on this process. Mm -hmm. If this peace process is successful, then the fundamentalists don't have that much pretext to resort to terrorism or uh, uh, disturb the peace of the world. Well, you've given me reason for some optimism, and I thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Farhang Mayer of Boston University on the late afternoon edition on News 850 WHDH. Together on the ones, HDH first traffic at 351. Here's State Trooper Grant Mollison with the latest. Janet Trooper is on the uh, Mass Turnpike, continue to work an accident scene. Right at the interchange of the Mass Pike and Route 128. It's right there in that uh, area where they use those uh, iridescent cones to uh, delineate between east and westbound. They adjust for the traffic flow, whether the traffic's coming in or leaving the city. Uh, it is tying things up through that stretch. Elsewhere, 128, not all that bad. The roads are relatively dry for our homeward bound commute. Unlike what we went through this morning, Janet. Um, right now, I'm looking down at Route 1 and the Linfield Tunnel, moving well in both directions in the immediate downtown area. Speaking of tunnels, the Southern are feeling a little bit more pressure over there in East Boston. The Callahan is slowed down at the entranceway. The northbound artery is completely stalled out. The Tobin in the lower deck, just a little pressure at the merge of the two. Eastbound Star hung up in front of Mass General. The Ivy League side of the river looks pretty good. The trip southbound on Marsley Boulevard is not a very difficult task at all. Southbound the expressway, the bulk of the aggravation is behind you. Once you clear, uh, the Dorchester uh, Yacht Club, right there in the vicinity of the gas tank. The Trooper Grant Mall the WHDH first traffic on the ones. And at the WHDH weather map, meteorologist Wayne Barnes. 
Well, Janet, a lot of clouds as we go right on through much of tonight. Uh, there'll be a shower or two into the evening hours, and some patchy, dense fog is likely to form overnight. Low temperatures in the mid-60s. If you're going to be on the road during the uh, wee morning hours, it could be very foggy in spots. And then becoming partly sunny, hazy, and humid for tomorrow. High temperatures will be in the mid to upper 80s, maybe touching 90 in a few locations, especially well inland. Partly cloudy with lows only around 70 tomorrow night. And looking into Thursday, we'll have another warm, muggy day. Showers and a thunderstorm are too likely to develop, however. Temperatures on Thursday into the 80s and a threat of showers into Friday with a slow improvement in the weather during the weekend. I'm meteorologist Wayne Barnes of the WHDH Weather Map. With cloudy skies, Boston's temperature 70 on News 850 WHDH. You know, it wasn't that many years ago that Apple started the desktop publishing revolution with the introduction of the LaserWriter printer. Seems like yesterday the electric typewriter was state-of-the-art. Well, today Apple offers a LaserWriter printer for every budget. And right now they're more affordable than ever. Matter of fact, you can get yourself a whole system for what a printer used to cost. That's because Apple is offering on-the-spot rebates on all kinds of Apple equipment, including LaserWriter printers. Take the personal LaserWriter NTR. It's a networkable PostScript printer. It'll work with both Macintosh and MS-DOS PCs. It has a RISC processor for faster printing and an on-the-spot rebate of $200. Buy it with a Macintosh 2VX computer and a CD-ROM drive, and you'll save 500 bucks. This special rebate offer is only available for a limited time and only while supplies last. So why not visit your participating authorized Apple reseller and see how the savings add up. I'm Janet Jagali, and this is the late afternoon edition on WHDH, and some of the stories our newsroom's working on. A verdict in the Thomas Shea bombing trial. The American Civil Liberties Union files sued in federal court, challenging the president's policy on gays in the military. The president proposing a $170 million plan to slow the flood of illegal immigrants into this country. And governors from flooded mid Midwestern states are in Washington, seeking to get the ball rolling on federal flood aid. In sports... Sox in Milwaukee tonight. More on these stories with CBS News at the top of the hour and Listo Fisher. You're just six minutes away from CBS top of the hour news on News 850 WHDH. 92 Grand Ams for only 99.88. 92 Geo Prisms for just 89.88. This week only, Len and Chevy Olds Geo of Ipswich and Woburn are having a massive used car sale under the tent. 150 of their best quality used cars to be driven off the lot. Many are low mileage, executive driven cars. If you've been waiting to take advantage of the savings you get from a quality used car, don't wait another day. It's this week only, the massive used car tent sale at Len and Chevy Olds Geo. 92 Grand Ams, 99.88. 92 Geo Prisms, an incredible 89.88. Go to Lannan Chevy Olds Geo for no pressure, no hassle shopping. You'll see for yourself why people shop other dealers, but they buy from Lannan. 150 quality used cars. Wind Street, exit 34, up 128 Woburn, and routes 1A and 133 Ipswich. Weekdays till 8.30, Saturdays till 5, but this week only. Come and save now at the massive used car tent sale in Woburn and Ipswich, only at Lannan Chevy Olds Geo. Business and Money News now from the Wall Street Journal at 25 and 55 on the late afternoon edition. WHDH Time 355. This is the Wall Street Journal report. Steel companies are getting bashed. I'm Vicki Kelly. Details in a moment. Are you currently losing money on your investments after taxes and inflation? Don't be shocked. Most people are. I'm Bill Nolan of the Wall Street investment firm of W.J. Nolan & Company. As a solution, I suggest high-rated zero-coupon municipal bonds. 
Their deeply discounted prices will in most cases allow you to double, triple, or even quadruple your money if held to maturity. They offer a true compounded yield that lets you lock in a high rate of return and avoid the risk of reinvesting when interest rates are down. And the wide range of maturities make it easy to plan for the future. Call us at 1-800-537-9144 to learn more about our current inventory of tax-free, zero-coupon bonds. We'll show you how to double, triple, or quadruple your money and keep it all. Call us right now, 1-800-537-9144. After all, it's your money and your future. W.J. Nolan, member SIPC and the New York Stock Exchange. Steel companies are taking a beating on Wall Street following rulings by the International Trade Commission on dumping charges against several countries. It's ruled that steel imports from 16 nations have hurt U.S. steelmakers and will impose new tariffs on some items. But in more than half of the 74 cases it reviewed, the panel found there was no harm to U.S. firms. A few moments ago, stock in USX was down four and three quarters. Stock in National Steel is down seven eighths. The United Steelworkers of America has authorized a strike against the company if the negotiating committee decides it's necessary. Overall on Wall Street, stocks are holding steady at lower levels. Just before the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrials are down three points at 35.64. August Gold closed down $1.90. It stands at 391.20. This is the Wall Street Journal report. Learn the WHDH clock so you'll know when to find what you need. Like first traffic and weather together on the ones at 1 after, 11 after, 21, 31, 41, 51 after each hour. Sports at 15 and 45. Business news at 25 and 55 after each hour all morning and afternoon. And CBS top of the hour news at the top of every hour every day. The WHDH clock, so you'll know when to find what you need. The information station, AM 850 WHDH. Well, this hour just flew by, and next hour in the late afternoon edition, we'll be taking another look at the uh, temporary workers in the American workforce and what this means in terms of the U.S. economy. Obviously, there are people who are saying it doesn't mean that things are going all that well. We'll be checking in with a research associate at the Gaston Institute of the University of Mass right here in Boston, among other issues that we'll be covering on the late afternoon edition. And right now we have CBS News at the top of the hour. Here is Listo Fisher. Under cloudy skies, the Boston temperature at 70. The WHDH radar weather calling for a shower or two into the evening hours, and then patchy dense fog overnight, low in the 60s. Tomorrow becoming partly sunny, hazy, and humid, a high 85 to 90. In the headlines, Thomas Shea found guilty on two of three counts in a bombing case in federal court in Boston. Another case which just won't go away. Ham Smart's case being taken to the highest court in the land. I'm Doug Cope. I'll have a report coming up. No surprise, the new executive director of Massport is Stephen Taco. Israeli forces again blasting suspected PLO strongholds in southern Lebanon. And in Washington, the House clears the way for a vote on flood relief aid. In sports, Sox and Brewers again tonight out in Milwaukee. WHDH time check coming up on 4 o'clock. I'm Listo Fisher. This is the Late Afternoon Edition. Dependable news, weather, traffic, and sports. News 850, WHDH, Boston. 
CBS News, I'm Ed Crane. Pay now, worry later. That's the prevailing attitude on Capitol Hill where the House has managed to break the logjam over just how the government would pay for billions in flood relief. Moving on to debate the $3 billion appropriation now on the floor with a vote likely in about 90 minutes. Iowa Republican Jim Ross Lightfoot says it's not a partisan issue and not just a regional problem. The whole problem that we have, I think, is keeping that basic infrastructure together that creates jobs and will get our country back and on its feet because the effects of this flood will be felt from coast to coast for many months to come. It's time to quit playing politics and pass this emergency appropriation. After meeting today with Midwestern governors, President Clinton has promised to seek an additional $1 billion in emergency disaster funding for the Midwest and says he may not stop there. In Kansas City, Kansas, where the Missouri and the Kansas rivers meet, residents are bracing for the worst but hoping untested levees can hold back the two rising waterways, which are now some 20 feet above flood stage. Correspondent Sandra Hughes has more. At this point, the Missouri River has already crested. They are waiting for the Kansas River to crest later this evening. They expected those to be at record levels. However, levee breaks upstream from Kansas City, it is believed, may have alleviated some of the pressure and some of the water that that was bearing down on Kansas City. The IRS has sent a team of employees to the flood zone to help with the tax aspects of flood casualty losses and says taxpayers who are unable to file returns because of flooding will not be penalized. This is CBS News. We have traffic and weather together on the ones. WHDH first traffic at 401. Here's State Trooper Grant Mollison. He's sponsored by the LPGA. Oh, Jenna, I just spotted a situation downtown where the traffic headed to the northbound Tobin from the northbound artery is squeezing in one lamp at City Square, uh, City Square Dip prior to the Tobin itself. This to accommodate the traffic that's merging there from City Square from the Constitution Road side. Now, oh, whenever we have this configuration, we generally have some extra heavy pressure on that northbound artery as well as the ramp trying to access the Tobin, so plan on that. It generally holds things up during some serious delays through City Square and the Charlestown Bridge. Just beginning to see that happening now. Eastbound Star, the Longfellow Bridge, the Ivy League side of the river does a lot better than that. The northbound artery is full. The southbound artery is just about uh, full at this point down through the, uh, through the uh, South Station Tunnel onto the expressway. Heavy stop-and-go traffic beneath me here all the way down through past the gas tank. Morrissey Boulevard is under you at this point. Northern Avenue Bridge is already acting up, and I saw some heavy action already beginning to build at the entrance to Callahan. The access ramps are already being affected. I'm Trooper Grant WHDH first. Topic on the one. Meteorologist Wayne Barnes says that a shower or two will come tonight, and then we'll see some patchy, dense fog overnight. Lows in the mid-60s. Tomorrow, becoming partly sunny, hazy, and humid. Highs of 85 to 90. Thursday's outlook humid, with showers and thunderstorms developing. Highs in the mid-80s. Right now, the skies are cloudy. Boston's temperature 70 on News 850 WHDH. Mokri, Bradley, King, Getz, the stars of the LPGA will be shining this week at the Ping Welch's Championship at Blue Hill Country Club in Canton. For tickets, call 965-4114. Hi, I'm Herb Abramson, president of Silver Lake Dodge and Leasing in Wellesley, and I have two important words for you. Gotta go. Not me, but all of my 1993 cars gotta go now. Dodge has authorized huge savings on stealth, spirit, shadows, even caravans, and the hot new Intrepid. Savings that you'll never see again. There are over 400 new and used cars available and priced to move now. There's never been a better time to buy or lease a new Dodge car or truck, and there's no better place to buy it than Silver Lake Dodge. Because in 
in addition to fabulous savings, if you lease a new Dodge car or truck within the next week, you'll get our triple bonus security package absolutely free. A unit and radar detector, our remote control alarm system, and a priceless state-of-the-art mobile cellular phone, all for free with your new lease. So come on up to Silver Lake Dodge and Leasing on Route 9 in Wellesley for our Gotta Go summer car and truck clearance sale today. On Route 9 in Wellesley. Those huddled masses yearning to be free had best have their papers in order. President Clinton seeking some $170 million in new funding to tighten up U.S. immigration policies. An effort New York Democrat Charles Schumer says is long overdue. Our immigration policies are a shambles, plain and simple. And the word has gone out from one corner of the globe to the other that not only is there a legitimate policy, but there's a policy that's wide open to abuse. That's what they're trying to change here. They have a ways to go, but they've made some progress. Mr. Clinton seeking money to hire hundreds of new border guards and detention center personnel and to fund the prosecution of foreign gangs that deliver illegal aliens to this country. Israel's confirmed its warplanes mistakenly bombed a U.N. peacekeeping installation in southern Lebanon today, wounding four U.N. soldiers. President Clinton says the situation is being watched carefully as we hear from reporter Mark Noller. Despite a third day of fighting across the Israeli-Lebanon border, President Clinton says he has no reason to believe the Middle East peace process is in jeopardy. But he admits its cause for concern. And that's why he's calling Secretary of State Christopher back from Asia for consultations before he heads on to the Middle East this weekend. In response to a reporter's question this morning, the president singled out Syria for praise, saying it has shown commendable restraint. But he said groups like the pro-Iranian Hezbollah should not be allowed, in his words, to derail the peace process. On Wall Street near the close, the Dow was off about three points. This is CBS News. Hi, Tom Bodette from Motel 6. You know, a lot of people ask us why we don't have a fancy singing jingle like a lot of places. Well, we don't spend a lot on advertising so we can save you money, but we do like to keep everybody happy. So if you really want a singing jingle, do it yourself. That's right, it's the Motel 6 do-it-yourself singing jingle. Now I'll just shut up a minute and you can sing along to the music. Say something here about clean, comfortable rooms. And don't forget the lowest prices of any national chain. Yeah, you're doing fine. Okay, big finale here. Maybe a line about free local calls and free in-room movies. Oh yeah, you're a natural. But don't quit your day job just yet. I'm Don Bodette for Motel 6. Thanks for helping out, and we'll leave the light on for you. IBM investors got more bad news today. The company announcing an $8 billion loss for the spring quarter, much of that associated with the company's ongoing restructuring program. IBM is cutting its quarterly dividend and plans to do away with 35,000 more jobs. Iraq's cooperation described as excellent by U.N. weapons inspectors who completed the installation of surveillance cameras today at two missile sites near Baghdad. U.N. nuclear inspectors, meantime, say they failed to turn up any evidence of a renewed nuclear weapons program on Iraq's part. That 16-member team will leave the Iraqi capital tomorrow. Tomorrow. The president's proposal regarding gays in the military cleared another congressional hurdle today. The House Armed Services Committee voted for approval. A top U.S. health official says the country has a glut of doctors and should consider scaling back residency programs that train new ones. Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services Dr. Philip Lee cites a dramatic increase in foreign-trained doctors practicing in the U.S. as one factor. I'm Ed Crane, CBS News. 
journalist Joe Fisher, WHDH News. This is the late afternoon edition. The Boston temperature under cloudy skies at 70. We're heading into the low 60s tonight with some dense fog. WHDH radar weather calling for partly sunny tomorrow. Hazy, warm and humid. High 85 to 90. On day two of their deliberations, a federal jury in Boston came back today with a verdict in the case of that Quincy man charged with a car bombing. At around noon today, a federal grand jury sitting here in Boston returned a guilty verdict on two counts against Thomas Shea for his role in a bombing that resulted in the death of one Boston police officer and the naming of a second Boston police officer. Acting U.S. Attorney Bob Ullman, prosecutors had charged that the intended target of the bomb attack in 1991 was Thomas Shea's father. But the bomb instead killed Boston police officer Jerry Hurley and seriously injured his partner. Shea could be sent to jail for life. His co-defendant, Alfred Trenkler, goes on trial in October. The Pam Smart case simply just will not die. Today, the lawyer for the woman convicted of arranging to have her husband killed by her teenage lover and his pals appealed that conviction in the U.S. Supreme Court. Pam Smart's high-profile lawyer, J. Albert Johnson, says Pam was a victim of the court system when she was convicted of conspiracy in the murder of her husband. That she received an unfair trial that the Constitution of the United States was trampled upon. Johnson is taking the case to the nation's highest court. There's no guarantee they'll hear it, though. Could be months before the case is argued and a decision reached. Doug Cope, News 850, WHDH. The Weld administration now firmly in control of Massport. Economic Affairs Secretary Steve Taco named as executive director. He replaces Alden Rain. Taco says he intends to focus on good job promotion, tourism, and trade. Taco says he also wants to talk about cutting traffic to and from Logan Airport. And about 2,000 people gathered today in Charlestown to dedicate a memorial to the nation's Korean vets. Retired General William Westmoreland called those who fought in Korea 40 years ago stout-hearted men who turned terrible con battle conditions into victory. Something to consider. There were almost as many men killed in Korea, which lasted just three years, than in the 14-year-long U.S. war in Vietnam. WHDH News Time, News Check, rather, 410 on the late afternoon edition. Hello, this is attorney Joe Albiani. Our economy is based on debt. To buy a house, a car, or almost any big-ticket item, you have to go into debt. This is how our economy progresses. If no one buys or takes on debt, we have a depression. Because we are a debt-driven economy, there are times when job layoffs, medical emergencies, divorce, or other unexpected problems prevents us from paying our debts. The government has a mechanism for dealing with this. It's called bankruptcy, federal relief. And its purpose is to allow anyone in debt to start over and be a productive part of the economy again. Call Joseph Albiani and Associates and see how Federal Relief can save your home and or your sanity. Call 617-721-1667. Bankruptcy does not have the stigma it used to have. Call and see what options are available. Call attorney Joseph Albiani and Associates at 617-721-1667. 721-1667. WHDH traffic and weather together. First traffic on the ones at 411. Good afternoon, State Trooper Grant Mollison. You're brought to us by Executive Career Resource Group. Good afternoon to you. List of significant delays trying to squeeze into the Callahan Tunnel here on the Boston side of the harbor. With some of the tunnel bogs down about halfway to the airport roadway. Significant delays northbound Audrey as well as that ramp from the northbound Audrey to the northbound Tobin. The folks are jammed up down in City Square because they're utilizing that uh, access road from Constitution Road to access the Tobin. We're going to be looking at big delays there. That's the type of uh, traffic configuration where we do uh, pick up these delays. Eastbound Starbucks, I'll be on the Longfellow Bridge over the lower end of 128 here. 
we've got some company in the vicinity of East Street. From Trooper Grant Mollis and WHDH, first traffic on the ones. Meteorologist Wayne Barnes now with the exclusive WHDH radar weather. Listow cloudy right on into this evening with a shower or two in the area. Patchy, dense fog is likely overnight tonight with temperatures and then in the mid-60s. It'll become partly sunny, hazy, and humid tomorrow with afternoon highs up in the mid to upper 80s. Could be a bit of a murky start, but some sun should develop. Partly cloudy and only around 70 tomorrow night. And for Thursday, warm and humid with showers and thunderstorms developing. Could be a little morning sun. High temperatures in the mid-80s. And it looks rather unsettled as we go into Friday as well. I'm meteorologist Wayne Barnes, the WHDH weather map. Under cloudy skies, the Boston temperature now at 70. I'm Listo Fisher. This is the late afternoon edition. The Executive Career Resource Group in Wellesley is a career management consulting firm for executives, professionals, and entrepreneurs. Over 400 elegant china patterns at prices you can afford. That's what you'll find at Ward's Gift Shop in Medford. Imagine looking to buy china or crystal and you come to one place with that much selection. Over 400 china patterns to choose from. All the names you love in one location. Ward's Gift Shop always has sale prices on Yadro, Waterford, Lennox, Royal Dalton, and those beautiful Hummel figurines you love. And if low prices and a china selection of 400 different patterns isn't enough, Ward's of Medford also offers a bridal register. Free layaway and complimentary gift wrapping. China and Crystal are always on sale at Ward's Gift Shop. Wouldn't such a huge selection of different China patterns and gifts make you want to go straight to Ward's? If you're not quite sure what you're looking for, and that's okay, most people come in just to see such a large selection, there's always someone there to help. Let Ward's Gift Shop on High Street in Medford help you start your own traditions at prices you can afford. In Medford on High Street, Ward's Gift Shop. Good afternoon, I'm Janet Jagalian on the late afternoon edition and coming up this hour we'll take a look at the increase in the size of the temporary workforce in the United States and figure out what this means. We'll make inquiries into the high-level U.S. business group that's visiting in Vietnam and on the Megaplex, um, according to some convention experts, Boston needs exhibit space and not a dome stadium. And nine British tourists are suing over attacks on them while they traveled in central Florida. All that coming up this hour on the late afternoon edition on News 850 WHDH. Its value and function will convince you. Its performance and style will excite you. The Pontiac Bonneville. Pure excitement in a world-class American car. You could spend thousands more on a Lexus or BMW, but why? National Furniture Sale, where all furniture and mattresses are on sale right now. All sofas, sleepers, bedrooms, and dining rooms. All the best brands, like Stanley, Roy Hill, Sealy, Stratolounger, and Spring Air. Plus, there are special purchase and value-priced items that are also great values. Everything's on sale for Sears' huge National Furniture Sale, but only through August 28th at Sears Home Life Furniture and most Sears stores. You can count on me, Sears the weather changes constantly. You can always get a weather update on WHDH every 10 minutes on the ones at 1 after, 11 after, 21, 31, 41, and 51 after each hour. Easy to remember. On the ones. On News 850 WHDH.
Very interesting uh, section in the business of the Herald today, dealing with temporary employment and what this means. We'll take a close look at it with an expert in a moment. But first, WHGH Sports at 15 and 45. Sports on the late afternoon edition. Here's Listo Fisher. Okay, Janet, Sox and Brewers again tonight out in Milwaukee. The Sox sending Danny Darwin to the mound. Last night, an old friend, Tom Brenanski, hit a ninth-inning home run, pacing the Brewers to a 3-2 win. Elsewhere in the American League East, the Blue Jays host the Orioles tonight at the Sky Dome, while the Yankees and the Tigers square off at Tiger Stadium in Detroit. Leonard Russell back in the pads at Patriots training camp out in Smithfield, Rhode Island. Russell, you may recall, was stabbed last month outside a Boston nightclub. The Penguins' Mario Lemieux under to undergo surgery tomorrow. Lemieux has been having trouble with his back. Doctors will be looking for the cause of back pain that Lemieux has suffered this season. That's WHDH Sports. This is the Late Afternoon Edition with Janet Chikalian. Janet? On the WHDH Newsline is Dr. Francoise Carré, a research associate at the Gaston Institute of the University of Massachusetts in Boston. And we are taking a closer look at what the increases in the temporary workforce might mean in terms of our economy. Uh, what is spurring the workforce to be temporary employees? Is it the weakness of the economy or is it the other way around? Well, it's a mixed answer. Um, mostly, the kinds of work that are, the kinds of jobs that are becoming available are increasingly uh, of a short-term nature, either through, directly through the temporary help service industry or uh, when firms hire directly, they tend to make less of a commitment in terms of the long -term expectations of long-term employment on one hand. Uh, on the other hand, it is true that uh, workers particularly women workers need to look for need to have work uh, that allows them to either work part-time or interrupt their work over the summer and in some cases temporary help service employment allows them to do so so it gives them flexibility well it gives them flexibility. well the, the way to think of it is that it's the only way for them to be able to in, in many instances it's the only way for them to be able to get those types of work hours mm -hmm. at but, cost, but at in those cases cost. they are not getting benefits though particularly health health coverage right. among other things right that's exactly right they're not getting uh, Virtually uh, a real small minority of temporary health service workers uh, get any kind of health insurance coverage, and most workers hired as temporaries by firms do not get health insurance coverage. In fact, isn't that one of the reasons why perhaps uh, many of these companies who are hurting economically uh, turn to part-timers? Because they don't have to extend the coverage uh, of the benefits as well? Right, that's true. Part-timers are a little different category from temporary health service workers, although in some cases they do overlap. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, you can hire, hire part-timers, and, and companies have been doing that for years in the 70s and 80s, primarily to exclude them from your uh, 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 personnel uh, policy uh, benefit package. Now... Uh, I'm sorry, and also, ahead. it does provide you a quite a, it does provide employers quite a bit of scheduling flexibility, which are, which in some in industries is exactly what they need. Is it bad to have so many t temporaries working now? I mean, is it bad for the overall U.S. economy? It could be. Uh, what you might end up with is if it is indeed a trend, and we're not exactly sure how large a trend, how big a trend it is. If it is indeed a trend, uh, you you could end up with a problem in workplaces with uh, workers that are not either committed to the work nor familiar with the particular practices of, of a firm um, and it could have uh, productivity consequences. Additionally, firms, if they hire a lot of temporaries, are also not training those workers. Mm -hmm. And so that over the longer run, the productivity of their existing workforce uh, will not have a chance to grow 
over time. I think it's important also to point out that many of the traditional stereotypes of temporary workers are not what we're talking about now, that right. it's been expanded to include uh, technicians and professionals and software well, engineers as well. No, okay, that, that's been true, but that has been true for quite a while because I started looking at this industry in the early 1980s. What, what is a more interesting trend to my mind is the growth of temporary help service employment in manufacturing, mm -hmm. in light assembly work, and um, in some cases in construction. And uh, that is certainly not the standard picture that we have of the temporary being uh, often a housewife uh, who needs a few hours of work and mm -hmm. works as a clerical worker. And that is the fast, as far as we know, and we don't know much, but as far as we know, the, that's the sector that's the fastest growing sector of the industry right now. But also as well, our health, health workers, yes. home health aides, for example. The other aspect of this is that we don't have real solid data on the numbers of people that are involved. We, have, uh, we can track the temporary health service industry total employment. We don't know much about its workforce. We don't know anything or very little in the aggregate nationwide about temporaries hired directly by firms. Uh, the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics, the Department of Commerce, have not consistently uh, been able to design or not, have not chosen to design surveys that uh, would allow uh, keeping a track of that, that particular kind of workforce. With this escalation, it would, it would be in their best interest to begin tracking it. Yes, and I think there might be, uh, yes, it would be in their interest. Um, we'll have to see. Thank you very much for joining us. This is AirChecks.com.